Good morning, everyone, and welcome to In the Hot Seat with. Today, we are in the hot seat with Juliet. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. So, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about fate and how important it is to the play and the Elizabethan era. It's something that had a really big influence on you, isn't it, Juliet? Yes, definitely. The world works in mysterious ways sometimes. Definitely. And to get us started, would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. My name is Juliet Capulet and I'm 13 years old, but very nearly 14. And I suppose, on the theme of this podcast, what star sign are you? I'm a Cancer. Oh, me too. What a coincidence. Let's talk about fate then. Juliet, please can you explain why fate is so important in Elizabethan times? Of course. So we have a very big belief in fate and destiny and the planets and stars determining the course of life. It was a big part of people's lives. Those who could afford to would have their family's horoscopes read weekly. That's very interesting. Astrology and horoscopes are still quite popular nowadays, but a lot of people think it's just a load of rubbish. Although I'm very guilty of seeing what's in store for cancers on CoStar. Oh, not as Elizabethans. We believed wholeheartedly in our destiny being predetermined by the stars in the universe. That's so interesting. And what impact do you think this had on people? I can imagine it would have some effect on you. Definitely. For a lot of people, it felt as though we had no free will. If everything was predetermined, what control do we have over what will happen to us? Sometimes it feels things are doomed before they've even begun. Well, that's something that's clearly evident in Romeo and Juliet. In the prologue, Shakespeare describes the two of you as star-crossed lovers. This is a metaphor that demonstrates that you and Romeo were doomed from the start as your stars were crossed. Your paths did not align. This creates something called dramatic irony. Do you know what this means, Juliet? Yes, this is when the audience knows something that characters do not. So in Romeo and Juliet, the audience know the entire time that Romeo and I are death-marked lovers and will take our life. Exactly. Listeners, they're all really good quotes from the prologue that can be used for evidence in your exams. So from the beginning, Shakespeare makes it look as if your relationship is doomed by fate. Yes, exactly. Our families were feuding, we would never have worked out, but we didn't know this and fell in love blissfully unaware. The more you think about Romeo and Juliet, the more instances of fate taking hold you see. Let's look now at the tragic death of your cousin Tybalt and Romeo's good friend Mercutio. Romeo wasn't even supposed to be there, yet ended up killing Tybalt. Yes, this is correct. The boys knew that the next person slain in the feud would, with their life, pay the forfeit of the peace. And when Romeo does slay Tybalt, he states rather dramatically, Oh, I am Fortune's fool. Do you think you could explain this, Juliet? What does Romeo mean by Fortune's fool? Yes, in this statement, he's saying that his life is in the hands of fate. His predetermined fortune has made him a fool. It has ruined him. Interesting, and we might come back to that a little later. Another instance where fate seemingly has a huge impact is yours and Romeo's tragic suicides. How did that plan go wrong? Well, after Romeo killed Tybalt, he was exiled to Mantua. Friar Lawrence and I planned to fake my death so that I could run away and be with my husband, but it didn't quite work out like that. No, it didn't, did it? In short, the letter informing Romeo of the plan never got to Mantua. Instead, Balthazar visits him and tells him, my body sleeps in Capel's monument. This sends Romeo into a frenzy, and he runs to an apothecary to find poison to kill himself. Gosh, very dramatic. It's obvious that fate is at play here. What terrible bad luck that the letter never got to Romeo. It is, isn't it? And Friar Lawrence is very aware of this, isn't he? He says, what an unkind hour is guilty of this lamentable chance. This statement again shows him looking to blame some outside force. He believes someone else to be guilty of the death. Indeed. But probably best to blame the postal service. Good idea. So we've given you a lot of evidence and instances of fate in Romeo and Juliet. But let's move back to looking at this within Elizabethan times. As you said, Juliet, the Elizabethans believed very strongly in the absence of free will. 
But was this a universal view? Did everybody believe in this? Well, some people, including Shakespeare, did argue that our actions also predetermined our lives. So one decision can control everything that happens after. So sort of like a crossover between fate and personal choice. Yes, that's it. That makes me think of you and Romeo. Let me give you some examples. When Romeo killed Tybalt, it may well have been fate that brought him to the fray, but he decided to kill him. That was an action that he made. So is this fate or free will? That's a very good point. Also, on reflection, it may well have been fate that meant the letter never got delivered to Romeo, but we decided to take our lives. We did have free will in that moment, despite us not seeing another outcome. There probably was one. Yes, I am inclined to agree with you there, Juliet. What do you think Shakespeare is saying about Elizabethan beliefs and faith in general? I think he is criticising it somewhat. He shows that while fate has some implications in life, most of our actions are brought about by our own decisions. This actually fits in really well with what Romeo and I talked about last week. Your husband is a tragic hero, and to fit the bill, you must have a fatal flaw that leads to your downfall. So Romeo being a tragic hero in the story consolidates the argument that you're making, Juliet. Yes, I can see that. Romeo does very impulsive things, like killing himself and Tybalt, and this leads to his downfall, and this is his fatal flaw, not fate. Exactly. Thank you for clarifying that, Juliet. No problem. Okay. Let's sum up what we've learned today because it's been a really useful episode. We've learned a lot about fate, which is part of the social and historical context, and spoken a lot about how this Elizabethan belief is really evident in Romeo and Juliet, and how Shakespeare questions how truthful it really is. We've also touched on literary context by talking about Romeo being a tragic hero, as this was a literary trend at the time. These two things have married together really well today. To finish all our episodes, Juliet, we always ask our guests to offer a piece of advice to the listeners. So what would yours be? Hmm, probably don't believe everything you read in your horoscopes. Probably for the best. Thanks, Juliet.